Hi everyone, welcome back to The Right Conversation, where sometimes I am not always right. My name is Kyla, if you're new here, hi, hello, and if you're not new, hi, hello, how are you? Today I have a very special friend with me, Drew. Hey everybody, I'm Drew, I'm a sophomore at uh, Charlotte, artist, communications major, all that. Today we are going to be talking about holding our peers accountable as black men and women in college. Drew, take it away. Got you. Um, yeah, so really, I thought it was going to be a good conversation, you know, especially with today's day and age, social media and everything. I feel like, especially as uh, me- black men and women at our age, mm-hmm. you know, with social media and everything coming out now, um, that it's, like, good to have conversations, especially with the other gender or the other genders, you know, depending on how everybody identifies mm-hmm. 2023. Just to make sure, you know, people don't get too sucked into like, oh, if I if I only see this on social media, that's how every person like that is, you know, mm-hmm. like gets bad. You know, I have some friends, both genders, who are like, oh yeah, like men ain't shit, women ain't shit, and it's like, dog, like you said all that from a three second clip, like mm-hmm. what you talking about? So yeah, I feel like also like the standards of social media and how we like see each other. I feel like it's also important to see like people what people portray on social media definitely and then that's how they base their life if i can say that yeah this i don't know it's a weird conversation like i don't know one thing i always see that they seem to go back to is or one thing that i see a lot that i haven't like looked up is i see a lot of black women saying like they feel like black men don't really like them mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i've seen that how do you feel about that like no for real <laughs> how do you feel about it we're getting down early okay cool um <laughs> I mean, just because we go to a PWI, I feel like it's very high that I yeah. see that black men don't like black women um, versus mm-hmm. like an HBCU. Mainly black women, mainly black men, they like each other, da da da. Yeah. But I feel like at our school, it's just black men like black women. But there's also this thing of like, I don't know, like, there's always going to be like, more of that they like white women's side, mm-hmm. I guess you can say. And then it's like you don't want to approach them because it's like, oh, they're not going to like me. Gotcha. Or like they're messing with this person and this and that. And it's just mm-hmm. like you don't want to embarrass yourself, but also t- at the same time it's just like how do I know? You're right. You're right. I mean, I feel like it's like kind of a thing with dating. Like if not even if they like uh, – not if a black man like likes black women, just like if he's going to like you in general, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, dang, that's a good uh, – opinion on it that makes a lot of sense I, whenever i talk mm-hmm. to like the people i know the black women i know they say the same thing and i'm like i mean, personally for me like i don't ever see it like that because i'm like every black dude i know like i got mainly black guy friends and everything mm-hmm. they're all like no nah, we love black women like what are you talking about and it's like dang so we're like what type of guys these girls be seeing and stuff mm-hmm. and i'm like well if they all saying it, it gotta be true you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i don't even know because <laughs> my friends back home like my guy friends back home they're black boys and I don't like black girls, and I'm for sorry real. for calling y'all out if y'all listen to this, but I'm going to call you out regardless because <laughs> I'll say it to your face. Um, but they don't like black girls. Dang. Not that I called them out about it, but, like, they don't bash black women, but they just don't go for them. They don't them. go for them. Yeah, and I feel my little brother like that. I had to, really? be, I had to beat his ass for that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, nah, he, uh, yeah he's a um, he's three years younger than me, mm-hmm. so he's a, jun- he's a junior in high school right now. And one time I was just talking to him. I think, uh, yeah, he was talking to some girl, and I never seen him talk to girls. Like, I was like... He just never liked that he's a nerd gamer. Like I was like, yeah, he ain't never gonna get a girlfriend. Like I'm, you know, I'm taking a shot. Chase, Chase, if you listen to this, yeah. Um, he was talking. Me and my mom was sitting in my room. He came in talking to some girl, and 
obviously my first question, I was like, is she black? Because mm-hmm. that's a big thing for me, like mm-hmm. black power, all that. And he was like, uh, he was like, man, if he was like, said the stupid shit. He's like, if it ain't snowing, I'm not going. And I beat his I ass. I was like, dog, yeah. if you don't be quiet. But at the same time, the county I'm from up in Maryland is like the most diverse in the uh, country. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's mainly, I think, Indian, da da da. So, like, there's not a lot of black and white people. So, mm-hmm. it's, but still, it's like, dog, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you're just stupid. But I feel like it's also important, like, even if we don't see a black man dating a black woman or a, white, a black woman dating a black man, I feel like it's also important to, like, normalize. Don't hate me for this. Because, ooh, my friends hate it when I say this. <laughs> it's also important to normalize, like, interracial relationships. That's true. I don't mind them. Um, I think the reason is the most the biggest part the like, reason like love is love at the same time like if you want if you're in it for mixed babies please kick the curb because we don't yeah, do that yeah, um nigga, you ain't breeding over here we're not dogs <laughs> like not for real because i mean yeah love is love all that but at the same time if especially black men because you know we sexualize like crazy black women too mm-hmm. like if you know your partner is in it not for the love, but just because you are what you are, that's mm-hmm. a big red flag. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got to – it's not something like you should look out – definitely look out for it, but, like, just keep it in the back of your mind, you know? I think it's, like – it's really funny to, that you mentioned red flags because I love talking about red flags. Oh, um, <laughs> I told right, you, get, we – Let's get into it. We get into it on this podcast. So red flags. So, like, my mom tells me, she was like, do you notice a red flag dip? No. Like, I don't know. I don't know if Depends on the red flag. Oh, so it depends on the red flag. Yeah, so like, cause some some are way worse than others. Don't lie. Some are way worse than others, but like if you notice one in the beginning, in my head it's like it's gonna get worse as you progress. Yeah, but at the same time, people got different red flags. Like one red flag could be like, oh, I have anger issues. Like that's a red flag. That's a red flag. But another one would be like, I'm not the cleanest person. Two very different things. Well, like clean like, is something you can fix. If you got anger issues, bro. Especially for the women. Be careful, you know what I'm saying? That's true. I feel like clean, clean, cleanliness though is an ick. Definitely, it shouldn't even be. That's like basic human stuff. Like you should, it's, you should be it's clean. Basic human. Yeah, you should be clean. And then, I don't know. I feel like with me, I go over red flags. What do you mean? Like, like you don't I care dated about your, them? Or? I dated your friends, yeah. so like, I noticed red flags in him. He noticed red flags in me, and I got over him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it like it still stayed in the back of my mind. It's like, oh. This is a red flag. I'm going to remember it, and now this gotcha. is happening. Mm. Like, there's always something that leads up to it. I get what you mean. Like, I get red flags. Like, some of them aren't things that are just easy to fix, you know, especially because sometimes some of them, like, aren't easy to bring up because, mm-hmm. like, who wants to be told, like, you're not clean? Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, that's, a, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. But I feel like if it was going to come from anybody, hopefully, like, you and your significant other are, like, close enough to where, like, you can, like, correct them and be like, yo, like, you're dirty bro like come on but i feel like also at red flags if friends see red flags in a person's partner and you can agree or disagree i feel like the friends should call it out yeah not like saying like hey i seen this red flag in your partner you need to talk to them this and that in the third mm-hmm. or like i'll talk to them for you but like a thing of like hey i saw this red flag you may have not have noticed it just wanted to bring it up just in case you're oblivious, and I'm going to keep going about my way, you know? No, I get that. Like, I, I can get personal a little bit. I had something like that happen with me. Like, I was messing with somebody last year, mm-hmm. and I brought them around, like, the new friend group, like, how I just met them here, like, you know, knowing them. Mm-hmm. And uh, after, I think like, they met her the first for the first, like, week or whatever, they told me, they were like, um, they just, like, they noticed a couple things. They were like, 
y'all were dating like mm-hmm. what and i was like what do you mean and I, like and then obviously the things they were talking about like months later i was like they was right mm-hmm. i was like dang everything they said like she was yeah <laughs> and i was like dang i definitely should have listened to him like whole like whole lot of tears wouldn't have been you know shed a whole lot really? of drama unnecessary stuff wouldn't happen so i definitely agree with that like especially not all friends because obviously you know some friends aren't as genuine as others like some people are just gonna try to mess it up so they yep. can get it whatever but um like the real genuine people if they call it out i feel like it's always out of love you mm-hmm. know best for you because obviously they care about you more than the significant other because yeah but mm-hmm. they, they definitely should speak up and yeah hopefully i don't know if you're listening to this and you have genuine friends just keep them i guess if you want to <laughs> but like i feel like it's also like this thing of like how do you know someone is telling you about your relationship to sabotage it mm-hmm. or to help you but i also feel like just outside of the relationship scope it's important to hold each other accountable in class because granted maybe yeah c's get degrees but i am far from that quota of c's get degrees yeah because your c a c can tank your gpa and then I don't think you need a certain GPA to graduate college, but you want to maintain it so you can stay in your classes and like join clubs and orgs and all this other stuff. Yeah, definitely. That's I got on that like last year. Yeah. So I feel like it's important to like hold your friends and partners accountable for like going to their classes and like mm. doing good on their work and not BSing it, you know? You know, especially like last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you were, but like when I was in high school, I was always like the kids, like, I ain't never have to study for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, I can listen in class, kind of BS in class, and get to the thing. I'm like, I know all this, this is easy. But last year when I got here, I was like, yo, what the heck? I don't know how to study. I'm like, what the? I'm walking out of exams, like, I definitely aced that John. And then I get it back. I'm like, 30 out of 100, bro. I'm yeah. like, what do you mean? And in uh, MCPS, that's my county back home in Maryland, we have this weird thing. I don't know why they do it, but it's like to help with learning or whatever. And basically, if you get anything below a 50%, it gets rounded up to 50%. So a lot of people got saved by it because mm-hmm. they weren't doing anything, like not even handing papers in, but still getting half credit for it. So like okay. your grade isn't affected that much, but still like, I was never one of them kids. Like I was <laughs> fine, but still getting here and I'm like, oh no, like if I get a zero, if I get a 10, like if I get a zero, it's really a zero. Like it's not a half credit. Like it's really a zero. Yeah. But I had to like, I really had to like reach out to the people around me for the first time and be like, yo, how did you study? Like, how do you do this? Mm-hmm. Really, really spend like hours of time on one subject, making sure I know it. And it was like, God, but no, I definitely know now, like for everybody that's like not in college yet, like if you want to do some stuff, like you got to keep your grade. Like C's get degrees as if you ain't doing nothing. Nothing. Like you just had college to be at college. Mm-hmm. If you want to join stuff, you can't have C's get degrees right. mindset. You got to have like a, in college, you have to have like a 2.5 GPA. For for what like orgs and stuff? It's orgs. Yeah, for clubs and everything, it's gotta be like I think it's like two point five to two point seven mm-hmm. around that. And so then, you don't wanna, you don't wanna be, you don't wanna be on the cuff. You know, you no. try to get that above three point or straight A's if you can. Just ugh. and then I think in high school, like they don't teach us how to study. Not at all. Like they tell you study, like oh yeah, go study for your test. But then like when you get to college, it's like oh, you know, I have to study five pages and. Pass it the next day. Yeah, they don't really teach us how to study. They teach us how to memorize, yeah. which is not two different things. Two different things. Because yeah. your professor could literally just, like, give you, let's say, five weeks of work. And it's like, yeah, in the past five weeks that we've went over, we're going to give you an exam. Mm-hmm. Literally, only two things will be on that exam from the past five weeks, and then everything that you're learning now will be on those exams. Granted, yeah. I don't have that because a social major. We love them. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I have dead. it easy. Lucky. Um, 
But I don't know. I just feel like classes and like especially within college because you can get kicked out of college real quick and fast. Yeah, they yeah. don't play. Mm-hmm. Like, because, oh, Jesus Christ, they don't play. You like, think they'd be more lenient considering how many students they got. But Literally. And it's like there's, what, 30,000 students here? 32, I think. 32,000. They go through each person and be like, hey, are you doing good in college? If you're not, bye. Yeah, for real. Like, like it's, they don't play. They don't play. Yeah, you can appeal it, but, like, how much would that appeal get through? Yeah, I mean, hey, PWI, too, they, they keep it up. So. Yeah, I always wondered, um, do HBCUs do that? Mm. Granted, I'm going to get a person from an HBCU Yeah, talk. I say, that's, that's your next thing. I don't know, because I want to talk about, like, so many things of, like, the aspect of aspects of HBCUs, yeah. but, like, I can't talk about it because I've never been to one. I got to ask, did you, um, so, like, obviously, we're both at UNC Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Was did, did you ever think about going to HBCU? No. Really? No. Why? <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, why? No, I don't think I would fit in. That is crazy. No. Why not? Why would you say that? Like Because... If you go to HBCU, please don't hate me. I love you so much, especially <laughs> to my shots. friends that listen to this. So I'm not <laughs> throwing shots. But like HBCUs, they dress up every single day. I've seen They're that. always looking good. Eyelashes, makeup, uh, tell far bag. Yeah, well, you looked apart. You looked apart. Here, I don't have to do that. Like, I dress up every Tuesday and Thursday. Every other day, trash. I think that's like a more of a social media thing, though. Like, I don't think everybody dresses up every day at HBCUs. You know what I mean? Maybe, but it's like what's that. portrayed on social media. And then, yeah. too, like, I'm not a party person. So I don't mind going to a party. And like yeah, you're, a kickback, you're a kickback type person? I'm a person. kickback type of person. I guess you. And HBCUs, yes, they hold kickbacks, but then they also hold parties. Yeah, parties. Like, parties. It's not parties. just party, it's, it's parties. It's parties. It's like, we in the crib, we in the basement, we yes, outside, everywhere, we in the backyard. On the cars, everywhere. <laughs> and... I think I would just stand there like, what is going on? Oh, you'd be on the wall on your phone. Yeah, like on the, the wall on my phone. Checking like, the weather app. Um, guys, help me. I'm ready to go home. Um, So I don't think I would fit in. Um, Granted, Ramfest is coming up soon. Mm. Me and my friends are going to try to go to that. Good luck. And then HBCUs are so under um, underfunded. Yeah. And they don't have the resources that they need. And I don't think I could accept that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so PWI, it gives the resources that I need. No, I feel you. I feel like here, I'm not going to lie, I love Charlotte, love PWI. It don't feel like a PWI to me. No, I'm not going to lie. Like, God. there are so many black people here, mm-hmm. that, like, and we all know each other <laughs> in all classes. Like, it feels really good. Especially, like, like what well, we got. There was a probate last week for mm-hmm. the Alphas, probate today for the Kappas. Even on the, the smaller, like, um, like BOAB stuff, mm-hmm. which is our Black Organization Alliance Board, and other things that are, like, uh, POAC funded, and they run them. Everybody kind of shows out for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a really good dynamic here, which is. is crazy. I always tell my mom, um, I said, Charlotte, to me, is like a mini HBCU. Yeah, for real. And then she was like, if it was HBCU, we would lose all, we would lose all our funding. Yeah, we would. You tell them. We would, we would lose all our funding. Yeah. <laughs> like, who downhill for sure. But, like, it's like, it does really good. And you can tell, like, all the POAC, all the black people are taking advantage of the resources. Like, we got a, a new... um. I don't know if you saw. We have a new like law society thing. Oh, the Black Law up. Society. Yeah, yeah I like, saw we're that. We're really doing things. I'm we're, like, okay. We're getting like our voices out there because I was talking about um, this and with my friend in my second podcast. How um, attending a PWI as a Black student like it's it has its weight, but it's also very good. Yeah. And I feel like us having clubs and organizations for us is very overwhelming, but in a good way. Because yeah. it's like you see our faces everywhere. You see people who look like us, and it makes you feel like you can be yourself, you know, mm-hmm. without having to shield yourself. Like, there's a probate today. Um, 
um, April 13th, because this will not be coming out in like two <laughs> weeks. Um, there's a probate today, and it's like all black people there. Yeah. And it feels nice to be surrounded by people that look like you. 100%. And I got this information today because I asked my friend, like PWS, we have MPHCs, um, Pentelating sororities and fraternities, and you have the Latinx sororities and fraternities too. Mm-hmm. You have those three subgroups. And then this is a PWI, but they also honor um, Divine Nine and Latinx sororities and fraternities. Yeah. I asked my friend who goes to Winston, I said, do y'all have white fraternities and sororities at Winston? <laughs> I was, it was a question because I know yeah. um, white people go to HBCUs too. And she was like, no, only Divine Nines. And I was like, hmm. It's crazy. And then I thought about, like, what if it was on the other foot? Like, what if Charlotte didn't have Divine Nine yeah. and Latinx or fraternities? I don't think. Now, I don't think a lot of black people will be here without Divine Nine. I can see that. They will be at HBCUs. Definitely. But then they don't want to be at HBCU. They only want to do it for Greek life. Yeah. At the same time, though, Greek life, like, what I've heard from the people I know that have done it, like, it's worth it, though. So it's like... Would you go to an underfunded school if it meant, like, after you got out and you started your actual life, those connections were going to get you, like, way better off than you would be? Like, I think it's kind of worth it at that point. Yeah, I guess, because Greek life does bring you connections and you get to, like, just take it with you for Yeah, I mean, at the same time, like, it's college. Like, you know you ain't going to a five-star hotel every single day. Like, Mm -hmm. you're going to be in the room at 3 a.m. eating ramen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to have a roommate. You're going to have a twin XL. That's true. This ain't the Hilton, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) This is not the Hilton. So I don't know, like, and don't get me wrong, some schools be living it up. Like, mm-hmm. I got a boy to go to, uh, he's a Q, he just crossed uh, last spring, shout out Mike Rob. Um, he goes to Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. and I went to visit him. Man, it looked like straight castles, like, again, the tech school, STEM school. Are you serious? Bro, our, their dining hall, bro, made Sovie, which is our South Village dining hall, bro, look like nothing. I imagine Sovie, like, times three times the space. Sovie's already pretty big, though. Exactly. And completely, like, around the circumference of it was, like, not restaurants, but people with, like, trays and stuff. All different types of food. They literally made it. It wasn't no heated up stuff. It was, like, they made it. He texted me the other day a picture of his plate, and they had crab cakes. And he said they made it in front of him. I was like, are you kidding me, bro? Like, exactly. But I'm like, STEM schools, man. Like, man, it's late. We don't know how lucky he is. He came here. He was like, what is this? I was like, hey, bro. (laughs) Like, put some some respect (laughs) on Charlotte, bro. We got a little bit of money. Yeah, I mean, for being around outside the city, like, it's really good. It's really good. But when you, you get tech, tell you going to go there. If you ever go. Mm -hmm. It's a lot lot better. Yes. I want to visit other colleges, especially my last year, Mm -hmm. um, just to see how they work. Because I know Winston has, like, fried chicken Wednesdays or something or whatever (laughs) like that. And, you know, we don't serve fried chicken at this school. Um, And I don't even eat meat at this school because, sorry. It don't, it don't be cooked all the way sometimes, man. It don't it be cooked, cooked all the way. Like, why my chicken wing bleeding, bro? <laughs> I remember last year, oh, my gosh, it was so bad. All the, like, food was bleeding. I was like, oh, I won't be eating that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, Got stuff for the pizza. Cardboard pizza. The pizza, okay, you know the new Crown and Prospect or whatever? Yeah. The pizza's actually good there. For real? Yes, it's, like, it's very, like, soft and, like, thick. It's not like trying. the one in, like, the regular Crown. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I think it's just because the pizza oven's different. Hopefully, hopefully, when cr- actual crown opens up again, it's way better. Cause hopefully, cause oh god, it's gonna look prettier. Yeah, I, I heard they're they're, like, they're um like adding it all the way to where crown to go used to be, <laughs> which is gonna be crazy. A lady told me she was like, "We're tearing down an entire wall," and I was like, "Oh." I'll be hearing them at night after uh, club t- basketball team practice. Like really? it'd be it'd be loud at uh, the union. 
I'll be here over the summer, so we'll see how that goes. Are you working here? Yeah. Okay, okay. I might be back over in like the middle. I'm trying to work at um the apartment complex I stay at. Okay. So hopefully I'm trying to make this money. You got it. Because nigga, man needs it, bro. <laughs> like, saying. School's expensive because, oh, my gosh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. Like, um, but now back to the original topic, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. holding each other accountable and stuff. Um, what do you think more, more like a relationship side, aside from, like, the red flags and green flags and all that, um, just more, like, in society, everyday life, how do you think black men can do better of, like, not being the status quo, what social media paints us to be, you know, ain't shit, da-da-da. How do you think black men can be, you know, better? I don't know. I feel like it's less of a thing of black people holding black men accountable. Mm-hmm. I think it's they have to hold them their their own selves accountable. Yeah. Because, granted, a lot of black men you see, they're raised by women figures. Granted, they're also raised by their father figures, but they're raised by um, women figures. Mm-hmm. So, like, they know how to treat a woman. It's just how society structures them to be outside of the home. Yeah. They change, cause a man can be a mama's boy. <laughs> Once he gets into that into the world in the club, complete crap. You know. Yeah. Respectfully, sorry. <laughs> um. So I feel like he just has to hold himself. A black man has to hold himself accountable. But then when it comes time to it, people call it his BS, and then you keep it pushing. He changes. If he wants to change. He doesn't. He doesn't. Cause you can't really control a person's yeah for real. mind and feelings and how they function. You know. Mm. Um, I don't know. I feel like holding a person accountable is just hard because yeah. you have this expectation of a person and how you see them and what you know their potential could be. Yeah. But then if they do it, it's like you disappoint yourself because they didn't turn out how you wanted it to be, wanted them to be. And then, but then, and then that weights on you, and now you're controlling it, and then now you feel bad because of them. Yeah. No, I get that. Mm, I feel like for relationships and stuff though, just because today obviously like relationships today with social media and just like phones and everything communication wise, mm-hmm. obviously it's different than how it was just shit ten years ago. Because now we got what, Snapchat, Instagram. I could talk to somebody right now from mm-hmm. Italy in mm-hmm. three seconds. Like that's crazy. Before like I get on the landline, figure mm-hmm. out the thing, whatever. Um, so obviously things like you know cheating and stuff like that, just like flirting, all that. Those big red flags um, are that much easier today. But I think it's more of just, like, if you're the person who is expecting out of somebody, knowing, again, like, what you're worth and being, like, first off, communicating it, obviously, making sure you know, like, what you and said person are. That's a big thing. I've seen a lot of, like, my friends go through that. They're like, I'm like, do y'all know what y'all are right now? Like, they're like, oh, well, we sleep over. We go on dates. And I'm like, but have y'all said y'all are boyfriend and girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody asked him or her, like, would they say y'all are together? Mm-hmm. I think it's a big thing on that. I feel like. I don't, the whole conversation, like, oh, what are we? Like, that needs to be had. Like, oh, for y'all, sure. And I feel like a lot of times, especially with my uh, my female friends, I'm like, y'all need to talk, mm-hmm. like, for real. Like, you're like, it will be so much, uh, I don't want to say drama, but it will be so much, like, turmoil and, like, me talking to them at night, da, 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 and they're crying over it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. y'all need to talk. Yeah, talk. Like, this needs to happen. Don't cry over a man if you don't know what y'all are. Please. Yeah, exactly, for real. Same the with the women. Thing. Same with the women. All that. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, how could... Okay, <laughs> I'm so biased when it comes to women. How could, like, black women be held more accountable? Mm, I mean, I think that that uh, question 
is obviously more of a black man thing, like you said earlier. I don't think necessarily y'all need to be held more accountable for things. I think I'm trying to think how to word this, like how to say I think it's more of like um not accountability. What's the word? Um just sometimes like knowing sometimes the stuff that goes on, the stuff that's expected out of us. Mm-hmm. It's weird to see it sometimes because sometimes it'll be like certain conversations, it's one way, but in mm-hmm. other ones, like it's another way. So, for example, it'll be like, oh, this is just an example. Like, oh, I'm a strong, independent woman, da da da. Like, all applause, great for that. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, but then when we go out, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I thought you were so strong and independent, da da da. But yeah. then when it's, when, it ta- when it's time to be independent for some people, it's like, no, 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 you're taking care of that. Like, I'm not doing this, da da da. Just for like an example of anything. But I think, uh, yeah, like if it's like if if if, it's, if you're really independent or something, like that's that's it. Like you're independent, you know. You're not dependent on it. That's like the literal definition of it. Um, but back to what you said, like uh, to hold them accountable. I think it's almost exactly what you said. Not like mm-hmm. more they got to do it themselves. Because obviously, I can't tell a woman how to be a woman. I'm not gonna try to do that. Mm-hmm. Like heck, no. Um, like I don't. I have no idea what it's like to be a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Um, but it's just more of like knowing where we came from and knowing like if something don't change, like we're gonna stop where we're at. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if we like obviously something got changed because obviously you know racism still exists and it still is mm-hmm. very prevalent today. Mm-hmm. Uh, prejudice, all that stuff. Obviously, still other Americans who aren't black, even some Americans who are black, see us in certain ways that obviously are detrimental to our character as a whole. And if black men and women don't like get it together, I don't want to say soon, but if we don't get it together, period, like soon. it's it's not gonna happen. It's yeah. not gonna happen because it's good that you said that because like if like people who are not like granted the black circle is like super big and yeah. like Charlotte, the world or whatever, but if people see like we're against each other, they're gonna be like, oh, they're against each other. Yeah. What the freak? Like I thought they were one accord aligned. Black brother and sister, da, 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 da. Yeah, and that's how it should be though. But then that's again, every time you get on social media, it's black men against black women attacking each other. Black mom against black dad. Mm-hmm. This, that, the third. It's like, oh, I'm a black man. I hate black women. I'm a black woman. Mm-hmm. I never want to be for black dude. And it's like, dog. Like, and, it, and what's crazy is like those are the main things. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw some like unless it was literally from like a account made for uplifting black people. Like, I could not tell you the last time I saw like Shade Room post something about like. Oh yes, they're so. so yeah. Mm, okay. Like just to name one, like that's the biggest yeah, one. Like they horrible. do, they do not post like oh, good things for black people and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like if it's if something don't change and people don't realize it, but at the same time, that's just social media. Like social media is as big as it is because of drama. Yeah. Because if somebody yeah. gonna see it, like or not, that thousands of people gonna see some post and they gonna put their opinion under it, and then they got the likes. Yeah. It's like come on, bro. I feel like with social media and like with seeing like black people on social media whether it be negative or positive well like it always needs to be a or it should be a positive light on it mm-hmm. when it comes to because who was it I think it's Morris Chestnut I think what he, did Morris Chestnut do oh he didn't do anything oh. it's just Ooh. he was in <laughs> he was in the tabloids for because him and his wife been together for years but you never hear about his relationship in social end of social media streets, as I like to say. Yeah, usually he'd, he'd be the villains in the yeah, movies. Yeah, he's the villains in the movies. But, like, he has his loving wife of, I think, like, 20-plus years. <laughs> he has a loving wife of 20-plus years. And, like, you never hear about his relationship. And he's just, never. like, 
I read it, and I can't, like, say this word for word, but it was like, it was like, I don't need anyone else. It was like, I got my girl. Mm. And, like, they praised that, but it's just like, you, and that got a little bit of views and likes. But then you see, like, someone like Tristan Thompson, who <laughs> cheated on Khloe Kardashian. They have a baby together, this and that and the third. Homie got bashed, rightfully so, because cheaters deserve nothing. 100%. Um, but Multiple times, too, wasn't it? Multiple times? Multiple times. And she still went back. Sorry, Chloe. Sorry, Chris. Don't sue me. Because, um, <laughs> oh, I'll get Chris. Um, but, like, and he, I don't think he was held accountable for his cheating. Like, on a base of, oh, they're the Kardashians. They have money. Da da da. You cheat them, still make it up. Yeah. He didn't get held accountable how he should have. He mm-hmm. got held accountable in a way that got them the views mm-hmm. to just, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like if he was with a black girl, he would have got it right. Got it right. Sort Wouldn't have everything. again. She would have left. Mm-hmm. Oh. I swear to God, if, if Kanye was with a black girl instead of Kim, mm-hmm. everything happening, no, would not have happened. Would not have happened. Not at all. She would have. She would have hit him, smacked him, and dipped. Yeah, he would have got right quick. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely what you said. Like, no, cheaters don't deserve nothing. Like, And that's nothing with, like the communication as far as cheating. Like, I don't get why people don't just talk. Like, if you don't want to. And I don't get how people can cheat. Me like, no, but I love you. Like, mm-hmm. Obviously not, bro. Obviously like, not. you cheated. Like, yeah. you don't want to be with me. Like, and it's just easy just being like, hey. And obviously, it's a conversation that nobody wants to have. But if you don't want to be with somebody, just be like, yeah. I don't want to be with you. Yeah, like I know I did love you, da da da. But it's over now. Like, whatever. I feel like it's easier to pull off the bandage than cheat. Exactly. If you want to go be with other people, just do just it. Do but it. just break up. Break up. Because then you ain't gonna be bad. I'm like, bro, ain't nothing wrong with breaking up and then going and doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, why would you stay with them mm-hmm. and do it? Because then you know you a cheater. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you live like that? I can't. I don't, like, get, I don't get the thought process on it. And then, for me, fresh out of a relationship, you know. <laughs> 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 oh, God. It feels weird talking about this with you. Um, but, like, single for a month and a half, I guess I can say. Got you. I'm a very quiet person, but also I'm all for, like, Going out and living my life and meeting other people. Granted, I know I'm not ready for a relationship yet because, ooh, no. But That's like, a mature thing to say. It is. I know, right? Yeah. It takes a lot to say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, and then I was also talking about on my other podcast, like, to heal. That's hard. Yeah. And then, like, I know I'm not tied down to anyone. Tied down is such a wrong word. But, like, I know I'm not with anyone, so I can enjoy my life without in the back of my head saying, hey, dating this person this and that will they be okay with this will my friends call me out on this this and that so I feel like I don't have to deal with that but I also think a thing of like if you have to think like will my partner be okay with this when my friends call me out don't do it yeah because if you think someone can call you out for it why are you doing it 100% because if you call yourself out on it stop yeah that's a big thing if you gotta think on it if it's not just like right away like let's do it Mm -hmm. It's probably a reason you get second guessing. So I mean, you have and you know gut intuition, all that stuff. That's real. I don't care what nobody say. Like God be trying, or your your own body be trying to tell you half the time, like don't do it. Mm-hmm. So if you got if you got to second guess some decisions, like it's probably you probably shouldn't do it or whatever. But again, it's always like specific to the specific uh, decision you was making. So yeah, I just feel like it's important too, especially at a PWI now. Hold one another accountable. Relationships in classes. <laughs> Whole nine yards. Emphasis on the relationships. I like talking about relationships. (laughs) They always get a good, a good conversation out of people. I mean, they're complicated. Like it needs it needs a conversation. So especially on the black side of it. Especially on the black side, because whoo. 
heartless just be messed up. Jesus Christ. You know, like, been through the same things. Yeah. And then I feel like if you have been through the same thing, it's okay to give that person advice, but still let them do what they want. Yeah, 100%. You can give a person as much advice as they want, as they want, but, like, at the same time, it's like, like, hey, man, he playing you, da-da-da. I don't know, though. I don't know, though. I don't know, though. (laughs) So, I'm going to give you this piece of information, and then I'm going to go. Yeah, do what you want with that. I never tell you a lie. I never tell you a lie. Um, <laughs> thank you, Drew. Thank you for having me. For joining my podcast, this conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Look at a lot of information. Hold mm-hmm. your friends accountable, please. Relationships, college, friends, especially relationships. <clears throat> people. I know. I know some relationships. People are shysty. Anyways, I'm not going to talk about that. But, okay, guys. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for listening. And Peace. Peace.